Hey everybody, this is Justin Michael Williams with Motivation for Black People, giving you trusted guidance to make your life better. And this episode is all about manifesting, all about setting intentions, all about setting a vision for your life so that you can actually get what you want out of life and not just go around aimlessly being a random hot mess all the time, okay? And the reason why I got inspired to do this podcast episode was because I actually um, did an Instagram post recently that got like a ton of action. It was probably one of my most popular Um, Instagram stories and videos. And I thought, you know what, I need to share this information on the podcast. And just a little side plug, if you ain't following me personally on Instagram, my Instagram is at we just will. That's at we just will for Justin Williams. Um, And you can see the video there. But I'm going to go in a little bit more depth and detail here in this podcast, because I think the information that I shared Um, What I know to be true is that the information that I shared is something that people who are the most successful, people who are living a life where they feel fulfilled, where they feel like they're on purpose, where they feel like they're growing and evolving and changing, um, those people know this process. And I want to make sure that you know it as well. So I'm going to get a little sciencey here for a second, okay? So we throw around this word manifesting all the time. We hear it all the time, right? Like setting intentions, manifesting this and that. But did you know that there's actually a scientific process, like an actual neuroscience proven process that happens in your brain to help you manifest what you want in life, to help you get what you want in life, to help you move towards a goal. It's not just some random thing that you can do. And I'm going to warn you right now, those of you guys who've done like little vision boards and all this kind of stuff before, that shit don't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. The process that I'm going to teach you right now in this guide is actually the scientifically proven process um, that works to help you set goals, set a vision, and then move towards it with action that actually shows momentum. And so the sciency part of this that I want to get into, and follow me here, um, is there's a part of your brain that is called the reticular activating system. And I'll call it for the rest of this, your RAS. So your RAS is your reticular activating system. And I learned about the RAS for the very first time from my really, really good friend, Eva Clay. And she is like a neuroscience nerd. She's a sexologist expert. She's just like the most amazing woman in the world. And um, she helped me a lot in my life teaching me about the RAS. And what the RAS does is it helps you focus on things. And it's running in your brain all day long, right? So the way that it helps you, for example, is let's say you were running out of the house and you forgot your phone right? You were leaving the house and you couldn't find your phone in the house. What your RAS would do is it would blur everything else out and help you zero in on finding your phone. So you'd run through your house looking around and you your, your brain instantly knows like, nope, that's not a phone. That's not a phone. That's not a phone. It focuses, right? The same way it happens as if like you were trying to find your chapstick in your bag or in your purse and you could like reach your hand in your bag and just feel around for things and you instantly know whether or not you're holding your chapstick or if you're holding like a similarly sized mascara or a lip gloss or something else, you know. The way that you know is because your RAS tunes your hand. It tunes you to be able to find what you're looking for all the time, okay? Your RAS tunes you to find what you're looking for all the time. And what happens in our in our minds is we have 
limited brain storage. We have limited storage in our brains. This is like scientifically proven. It's not unlimited. You can't remember everything. You can't take in everything. You can't process everything. And so what happens with our RAS is like everything that's coming at us all day, every billboard, every ad, every image, every text message, every conversation that's happening around us, every sound, every stimuli you have, your brain, they're like all those things are fighting for your attention. And what happens is your brain filters everything that it sees and says, okay, that's important, that's not important. Your RAS, it filters out everything, every image you see, every color you process, every conversation you hear, every emotion you feel, every thought you have, all of it gets filtered through the RAS and the RAS decides, okay, that's worth focusing on, that's worth remembering, that's worth processing, and that's not. And it does this because we have a limited amount of storage in the brain, right? And so getting to the point here is your RAS helps you focus on what it wants all the time, right? It helps you zero in on what it's looking for all the time. And so the question then becomes, what the fuck are you looking for? What are you looking for in your life? Now, if we don't set a vision for our life, then we go on like random shuffle default mode, right? Our brain is going around and just saying, oh, that looks good. Oh, that looks important. Oh, that doesn't seem interesting. Oh, that seems interesting now. Oh, I like this person. No, I don't like them anymore. I should do this. I should do that. Everything, every opportunity seems like a good opportunity. Different, you don't know how to make decisions. You don't know how to make choices. And then we run around in our lives wondering why things are not falling into place. This is why a vision is important. When you write a vision, when you write a vision, you get to decide what your RAS focuses on. You get to make a conscious choice about what your RAS is choosing to zero in on as a goal for your life. And default mode, right? When we're running on like default, meaning just going through our life haphazardly. And I, what a lot of people say, and I'll tell you this, nobody says this who is successful. Oh, I'm just going to see what happens and see what comes. No, right? I'm not saying you force shit to happen, right? It's not about forcing things, but it's not about seeing what happens and seeing what comes. We have to write a vision for our life so that we can feel fulfilled with our lives. And when we run on default mode, just random stuff, this is how we stay in the same toxic cycles and toxic patterns that we've been in for literally generations, my people, generations, okay? And that's because when, when you grow up with systemic oppression and racism and homophobia and violence and trauma and addiction and abuse and, and all this bullshit that many of us have grown up with, default mode is there to keep us safe. And to keep us safe, we stay in the same patterns. We keep making the same decisions. We keep making the same choices, even though they look different, even though they look like they're going to bring us up, it always brings us back down, right? Because it's trying to keep us in the same spot. And so when you write a vision, when you focus your RAS on what you want to create, we get out of default mode and we're able to live the life that we want, the life that we desire, and ultimately really the life that you were put on this earth to live. And I know in my heart of hearts that all of us were given a calling, right? We're all given a purpose for our lives, but everybody doesn't fulfill that purpose because everybody doesn't make the conscious choice to do it. And the method that I'm going to teach you here in this podcast today is going to help you be able to accomplish that more effectively. Okay. And so um, Eva gave me like a really cool example of this that I, that I, 
I want to share with you guys because I think it's important for you to really understand how the RAS works. So she, the way she describes it is kind of like um, a bloodhound dog, right? So we all see those movies where they have the bloodhound dogs and like there's a missing person that's like lost in the woods, right? And they, the cops or the police, whatever, they send the dogs out into the woods searching for the missing person and then the dogs go around and they're barking and they're sniffing and they're finding the scent of this person and then finally they find the person and hopefully they're alive you know somewhere or sometimes they dig them up out of the ground and they find the dead body right so your RAS is like that bloodhound dog and what the most important thing the most important thing that happens before they send the dogs out into the woods is they have to give the dogs the original scent of the person they have to let them smell the original scent. Once they smell the original scent, they know what they're looking for. They know where they're going. They know where to find what they're trying to find. Without the original scent, the dogs would just go barking up every tree. They'd see every squirrel. They'd see every bird that they saw and get distracted and run around and be all crazy, peeing everywhere. The dogs would just be going crazy because they'd be running out into the woods without knowing what the hell to focus on. But this is, it sounds crazy, but this is what most of us do in our lives. We run around in the forest of our minds and the forest of our lives without giving ourselves a guiding scent, without giving ourselves an intention, without creating a vision for our lives. So when we don't give our brains something to follow, something to look for, something, the, the, the center point to make decisions off of, we don't know which way to go. Everything feels like a, a good decision, right? Every good opportunity that comes to you seems like it should be a right choice when really it's the wrong choice because it's taking you away from your path. And so when you're the person who says, I'm just going to wait and see what comes, I'm just going to go with the flow, you risk staying totally complacent and not living at your full potential and you stop your potential for growth. Because when we live in default mode, we never grow. We stay in the same t cycle, same spot. This is why you know people who ain't done shit new in 10, 15, 20 years, right? Because they're just going through. what some, I heard somebody say the other day, same shit, different toilet, right? That's not the kind of life I want you guys to live. No. <laughs> like, no, you don't deserve that. You don't that doesn't have to be your reality. The way that you step forward is by creating a vision for your life. Now, I'm not going to walk you through like the entire whole process of writing a vision because that could literally take like an hour. Um, but I want to walk you through the main points of writing a vision so that you can make sure you can do this on your own. And for those of you who want additional tools or additional training or additional support on learning how to write a vision, I have something special for you at the very end of this podcast. Okay. But the main thing, even if you don't need extra tools or training support, the main three things, I'm going to tell you the three things you need to know about writing a vision. Number one, okay, when you're writing a vision for your life, you want to, first of all, think about all the different parts of your life, all the different aspects of your life, and write the vision for what you want to create. What is it that you want to be? What is it that you want to become? What is it that you see yourself doing in the future? Who are you doing it with? Who are you surrounded by? And the reason I'm saying think about all the different parts of your life is because you have to create a vision that's in balance. You have to create a vision that's in balance. I see so many people, a big mistake people make when they're writing visions or doing the little cutout vision boards is they make a vision, right, that's like all about manifesting the perfect partner, all about manifesting the perfect partner. And then they spend so much time focusing on this perfect partner 
without balancing all the rest of their life and including that in the vision that once they find the perfect partner, they lose themselves and they lose their passions completely in the process. Or you see people that do visions or vision boards and and their main focus in their vision board is about work and money, which is really popular, right? Like, how can I make more money? How can I live my purpose? How can I have more money? And they don't focus on the other aspects of their life and they end up manifesting that job, but then their health goes to hell in the process and they get sick because they work themselves to the ground. So you want to write a vision that really encompasses everything, that encompasses your relationships, that encompasses your health and well-being, that encompasses your spirituality, that encompasses your your growth, that encompasses your finances, all of it, all of it, all of it, right? Your work, everything. And so think about your life in its full perspective. And every time you write a vision, include all of it because when one part of your life changes, it affects everything else. And so we have to think about if we're setting our intention for something, we have to think about how when we get that thing, how it's going to affect the rest of our whole lives, okay? So that's number one, is make sure you write your vision from a place of balance that includes all parts of your life. Number two is to write your vision in the present tense as if it already happened. When I guide my students or my clients through going through this, I tell them, okay, let's pretend we're in a time machine and we go 12 months into the future. Let's imagine we go one year into the future from now and you get out of this time machine and you see yourself a year from now, your future self, you see them one whole year from now and that future self looks you in the eyes and they say, hey, you are not going to believe what's happening right now. And the future you tells you everything, like all the exciting things that have transpired in your life. So you want to write it from the, from the present tense as if everything already happened. The reason why, and I'm not going to explain it here, I explain this in the, in the manifesting session that I'll talk about a little later, um, is the reason why is because there's something called future memory. Future memory. And this is not, again, no, no like woo-woo shit. It's scientifically neuroscience proven is that the brain doesn't know the difference when you're saying that something happened Or something's happened, like when it doesn't know the difference between now and the future if you say that it happened. This is the way the brain works. And I'm not going to get into a lot of details around that because I can talk about it for an hour. But I'm just going to tell you that it's important that you write your vision in the present tense as if what you want has already occurred. Okay? So number one was incorporate all parts of your life. Number two, write your vision in the present tense. Number three is to make sure you write your vision from a place of gratitude. You want to write it like a thank you note to the universe or to God or to whatever you believe in saying thank you so much for all these amazing things that are happening in my life. And I, in my visions and what I recommend people do is every single sentence in your vision should start with a word like thank you or I am so grateful that for or thank you so much or it is so amazing that um, I am overjoyed that and some, something that really expresses gratitude, but every single sentence should be infused with that kind of gratitude. Like one of the things in my vision, I'll just tell you guys, okay, like this is an actual thing from my vision that is sitting in my room right now is I say, thank you so much universe for letting me be interviewed by Oprah Winfrey. I am so grateful that Oprah interviewed me and we had an amazing interview. We bonded so purely. We had a deep connection and the interview is going to help people all around the world. That's really in my vision. And that leads me to the fourth point, right? The fourth point is you got to make it big. You got to make it huge. You have to go outside of your current circumstances and think bigger. So many of us don't dream big enough. We don't think big enough. You know that saying like 
shoot for the stars and you land on the moon. That's kind of what you want to be doing with your vision. You want to make this vision so exciting that if it happened, that would mean your, your life is like just blowing up, exploding. Everything has fallen into place. Okay? So number one, make sure it's from a place of balance. Number two, make sure you write it in the present tense. Number three, include gratitude like it's a thank you note from the universe. Number four, make it as big as possible, as big and as wild as you possibly can. You want this dream to almost seem impossible so that as you move forward towards it, it's like your brain knows that even if you don't land on the exact vision, you land at something that feels like it. And that leads me to another really important point. Um... The vision, what, what I tell people about visions is you don't want to get hooked on exactly how something happens, but you want to get hooked on how it feels. Because you might think you know, you might think you know what you want to be happening in your life, but it might actually show up differently than you expect. And I'll be honest with you, that's how it usually does show up, differently than you expect. But you know you've arrived when the vision feel when it feels like the energy of your vision, when it feels like the essence of your vision. That's how you know you arrive. So let go of how. Let go of how you think it's going to happen. Let go of all the bullshit limitations that you've placed on yourself and in your mind. Let go of all of that. Okay? Let go of all of that and allow yourself to open up to something new. Um, There's a really cool story that my really good friend Karen Moses always tells when she teaches about vision that I want to share with you guys. And I love the way Karen shares this story. And it's an example of how we don't dream big enough. So the story is about this fisherman. And the fisherman is so excited because he goes to this lake. And this lake is known to have the biggest fish around. And it's his first time there. And he's super excited. And he's like, I'm going to go to this lake and and get the biggest fish that, that are around. And so he goes fishing. And he's fishing and he pulls out this huge fish and there's a man watching him and the man watching him sees him pull out this huge fish and then he just throws it back in the water and then he catches another huge fish even bigger and he throws it back in the water and then a third fish comes and it's like the biggest fish he's ever seen he looks at it and he throws it back in the water and then finally the other man that's watching him walks up to him and says hey man like you're catching these amazing fish like why do you keep throwing them back in the water And the fisherman says, well, all these fish are bigger than my frying pan, so they can't fit inside my frying pan. Now, how fucking silly does that sound, right? The fish is too big. It doesn't fit into my frying pan, so I have to throw it back to try to get a smaller one. That sounds crazy, right? But this is what so many of us us do with the visions in our lives. We say, you know what? That opportunity, that idea, that dream, that's not for me. It's bigger than my current circumstances. It's bigger than what's possible for my life. It's bigger than my frying pan that I've decided is my limiting beliefs and the glass ceilings that I've placed upon myself and the glass ceilings that society has placed upon my people. When we do that, It's the same thing as throwing the big fish back to the frying pan. So what I want you to do with your vision is create a dream that is the biggest freaking fish you can possibly get, right? And then you learn you could cut up the fish to fit in the frying pan. You could cook it part part by part. You can do different things to be creative to get to your goal. But don't throw your fish. Don't throw your blessings. Don't throw your possibilities back in the ocean when they're right in front of you the whole time just because you think your frying pan is too small. Okay, so I love this story that Karen tells. I think it illustrates the example perfectly. And um, those are four main tips for you guys writing a vision. Now, there's much more to the process, right? There's a lot more to the process. What I just shared with you is a piece of the process. If you are interested in learning more, 
If you're interested in learning the actual step-by-step approach and getting a PDF guide to help you go through writing the vision, having me guide you through the whole process of writing a vision, um, going through the scientifically proven steps, then I want to tell you guys about something that's really exciting that um, we have coming up. So right now I'm recording this podcast in December of 2018. And one of the things that I'm doing this year for New Year's um, of going into 2019 is doing a manifest event called Manifest 2019. And it's an online event and an in-person event here in Los Angeles. It's going to be live streamed online that guides people through creating a mission and vision and goals for 2019 so that 2019 can literally be your best year yet. I'm going to walk people through the process of writing a vision, but not just that. I'm going to help people understand how they might be sabotaging themselves without even understanding it, and also help you identify the people in your life that are around you that could help make your vision become manifest and go through the process of writing a vision. And so if you want to dive deeper into this process for me, I would like to give you a special, special, special invitation to come to our online or in-person visioning party. Um, and here's the big thing, okay? The ev- I'm not trying to like sell you anything. This event is donation-based. Whether you come in person or online, it's donation-based. Every single penny of profit that we get is going to charity this season. And if you're listening to this outside after the new year, don't think it's too late. It's never too late to write a vision for your life. You can still go online and watch the recording of the event after it happens. So the event is actually, on, again, online or in person. So you can access it anywhere around the world. Is happening on December 31st, New Year's Eve at 11 a.m. Pacific time. So it's 11 a.m. Pacific, 11 to 1 p.m. Eastern time. And I kind of consider this a spiritual pregame. Like it's like a pregame to all the shenanigans and festivities that you do at night. So it's early enough in the day that you can join us live and still go out and have a good time, but do something that's actually going to help you create the life that you want um, for the new year. And in the past, I've been doing this for years with my close friends and family members. And this is the first time that I'm opening this up to the public. And it's a great honor to invite you um, to, to attend this event, either online or in person with us. And so again, it's totally donation based. You can pay what you want. If you can't afford to pay anything, I have unlimited amount of scholarships available for people who who demonstrate extreme financial need. And if you are in that space, you'll see a link on the website to make sure that you can attend this event. I don't want money to be the reason you don't get this information if you want it. And so all you have to do if you're interested in attending this event, again, live or in person, to learn how to create your vision and learn how to manifest what you want in 2019 is go to the website manifestnye.com. That's for New Year's Eve. Manifestnye.com. Go to that website. You'll see all the information there. You can join us live. Again, even if this is after New Year's and you are listening to this podcast, you can still go on and watch the whole recording from the event so that you can write a vision whenever it is that you're listening to this now. So if you don't join us at this event, right? I'm not, this is not me trying to push it. I just want to give this opportunity to the people who are really serious about taking this further with additional tools and additional support. If you're not joining us, please use the tips that I gave you here to just sit down and start writing a vision because it can help you so much just to start. But if you want to really get deep into this process and learn the tools, the exact step-by-step roadmap that has helped me accomplish my goals and have helped thousands of my clients around the world accomplish their goals, go on to manifestnye.com and join us. Anyways, that's all. Thank you so much for taking these 
20 something minutes out of your day to do something good for your life. I really hope this helps you. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you go to motivationforblackpeople.com, put in your name and email address. I send out a free audio guide every single week to help you live your best life. I never put any spam. We have thousands of people from all over the world joining us for these audio guides every single week. And I hope you join the community as well. All right. This has been Justin Michael Williams, and I will talk to you on the next podcast. Bye.